What's up, 20 Sam? We are back with a new episode of the 20s and Thriving podcast. As discussed in a previous episode, the team is messing around with some different content formats. We have a four-part series coming at you with my new friend and special guest, Dylan. I met Dylan via social. Our team has been a huge fan of his content, and we are super excited to have him on the pod. You can go check him out on both IG and TikTok at Dill the Nomad. I will drop the link in the description. Over the span of our four-episode series, we'll cover a quick intro on who Dylan is, talk dream interpretation. Dylan actually does and interprets one of my dreams. It was super cool to hear what he thought. We talk anxiety and fear. Hope you guys enjoy this series. Let's get right into it. I wanted to talk a little bit about anxiety. I I know that... uh, I know you know a little bit about 20s and Thriving, but we talk on the mental health side a lot. And I did some research and found that, you know, almost 20% of the world's population is is dealing with this. And I know it's a subject that you speak to uh, quite often. And, uh, you know, what 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 can you what can you, you know, tell us and, and the audience a, a, a little bit about anxiety? My take on anxiety is. One, everyone has anxiety in some shape or form. Mm -hmm. How it manifests is your relationship with it. How far do you understand it? To be really blunt about anxiety, it doesn't fucking exist. The problem you are thinking in your brain, it does not exist. It has not happened yet. It probably won't happen. Stop rationalizing it as your reality. That is not going to happen. Anxiety is a double-edged sword because I had to get that out the way, though. That's that's a little take right there. <laughs> no, that's good. I, I I actually love that love that take because I do think a lot of times it's just like what you're building you in your cre- head is like this is going to be the uh, product of this decision that I've made or X, Y, and Z, and you're 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 spinning the wheels in in your head and. Uh, like you said, usually the outcome that you think is going to happen is <laughs> not, not, not at all going what to happen. Let's, let's dive. I, I do want to talk about this. Let's dive into this because I love psychology and um, I'm sure there's psychology books out there and studies on what I'm about to share. Mm-hmm. I have not read them. This is just from my understanding, my experience. So life as we know, it takes place in the brain. We are all part of a larger story, and we all fit a part into this larger story, but we don't know the plot, and we're constantly trying to write our own. We could could admit that. So, knowing that our brain throughout the day is creating the very life we are living, um, going to the gas station, um, buying groceries, all of that, our brain dictates what that story is going on, like how we perceive that, how we move through that, how we experience that. Our brain dictates our experience. With anxiety, let's say I have a deadline coming up. Mm -hmm. If I'm anxious about it, I have two choices. I always have two choices. The bad choice where anxiety wins is 
I'm going to let this cripple me. The fact that this deadline is coming and this anticipation, it's overwhelming because now I'm giving my brain fear. And now I'm letting fear write my narrative of my experience that has yet to happen. So I am now letting fear control my anticipation of this event. So if all I'm anticipating is I'm not going to meet it. Oh my God, I'm not going to get to it. Oh my God, I'm going to fail. Oh my God, it's not going to be good enough. Oh, what if this happens? What if that, if I let those, if I let that narrative continue on and on, not only am I not preparing myself adequately and calmly i am essentially manifesting those things to happen if i'm so worried about making mis- making a mistake i'm already admitting that i've made the mistake and i will make a mistake you're admitting to yourself that you're you're not capable of probably doing that project exactly and once you admit that whether you're saying it with the words or thinking it once you let go or once you give that fear control and that you're not capable you are now crippled and now anxiety will give anxiety like a, a personification that that anxiety is one yep. now your other option in the same scenario is to let it fuel you what if what if this and that happens well let's talk about it okay what if what if a car what if there is a car crash before I get there, let me just leave early. Boom. There's a, there's a solution there. What if I can't do it? Well, let's think about what I need to do and see if I've already done it. And then it's, you keep combating this. You keep combating this anxiety who's, who's sitting right next to you, telling you all these things. They're basically that friend or that person in your life that is a worrier, that is a person who's, it's just negative. They're negative. Yes. They're toxic. It's a toxic mentality to have. And you just have to combat it with what's real, what's rational. And I know it's easier said than done because there are people out there who are just that crippled by it. There's been moments where I've been crippled by it, but the more you think and ruminate about something, that's all you're doing. And thinking is the opposite and equal force to action. If you don't want to keep thinking about this, if you don't want to be anxious anymore, do something about it. Take action. Yeah. Anxiety is a, is a, it, it is a strange concept. And, and I know that there's a lot of people suffering from different levels and varying levels of, of anxiety. And, uh, I think throughout my life, the the anxiety that I've experienced has has been more on the high functioning side of it does. I almost have that relationship just like innately in in me, whoever I've gotten that from or, you know, to look at those things positively. right? Right. If I do fail, what am I getting from that failure? Or if this doesn't go right how do I make it right? <laughs> and and kind of kind of turn the corner in that way. But you know, I, I I've I've been around it enough and I, I do think it's it's difficult when you do let that personification of anxiety win to to let that then compound. And I think you almost become a little bit of a victim of 
of that. And I, I think it's, it's, it's a difficult, uh, it's a difficult hole to crawl out of and, and probably brings me to, to my, you know, next question. What are the best ways to, you know, cope and, and, and overcome and, and teach yourself, I guess, the habit of taking that other direction and, and not letting anxiety, you know, beat you. It's going to look different for everyone. That's a good I, question. I, yeah, I would, I would definitely, that's definitely a, agree with that's that. A, that's <laughs> a really good question. Uh, I can only speak from my ex- experience. You can only speak from your experience. You have to find the way to conceptualize and believe that it's out of your hands until it's there. Yep. I There's nothing good that comes out of thinking and thinking about what is yet to come. Well, you know, I can hear people, well, that just doesn't make sense. How am I ever going to be prepared for it? First off, no one told you not to prepare. But what you are doing is taking that perceived pressure from this event and applying it negatively. You are interpreting it negatively. You are perceiving danger and fear with this expectation anytime you set anybody up i don't care if you're a man woman child animal anybody in that same position if you tell them if i tell you something really vague tomorrow something bad is going to happen to you Mm -hmm. you're going to think of all the possible scenarios and only think of that and if you expect bad something bad will happen to you now on the flip side of that if i said something as simple as you're going to have a really good day and something is going to change your life tomorrow. Super vague, super vague. But if you choose to believe that and take it on that value alone, that notion, something good is going to happen. For sure. Something is going to change your life. So with, I honestly think anxiety is rooted in this, this deep longing for perfection. You know, I need this event to go perfect. And if it doesn't, it's a failure. It's a failure. And that anticipation of that is what cripples people and, and what causes it to be so destructive and negative. It, it, that's, I, I know that is what justifies a lot of people's anxiety to say, you know what? I shouldn't even try. I shouldn't even bother. Why should I go outside? This and that is going to happen. It's certain. And I'm not going to be perfect. I can't handle that. I Why even bother? I think today, honestly, now more than ever, we have far too many victims in life and not enough people wanting to take responsibility for what they can, yeah. what they can do about it. We're too sensitive. We're too victim. I'm not victim shaming. I'm not trying to say. Yeah, there's definitely and, situations that are out there that that you're not in control of, and exactly you're that, not in control of anything really. In life, you're, you're not in control of anything. You're right, and you and anxiety stems from that. It stems from a want of control. It stems from the fear of the unknown. And in my experience, I, I'm not saying this as if I'm 100 percent healed from anxiety. I have anxiety manifest in me in many different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, 
One way is if I have, say, like this podcast, we were we scheduled to meet at 10. I can't wrap my head around doing anything or committing into to anything before 10. So what am I going to do? Some days it'll involve me sitting on the couch, fully dressed, an hour ahead of schedule, waiting until the appropriate time to leave. I don't know why, but that's, you know, that's where I'm comfortable in. And if that's what I have to do to function and meet this deadline that I've set and have agreed upon and I'm capable of achieving, then I must do that. Some days, like this morning, it involves me getting other work done, yep. not letting the anticipation of that event stop me from doing other things. It's simply, okay, I know we have a podcast. I know who I have to be. I know what I'm capable of. I already know what to expect because Santino sent me some of his thoughts and, you know, he's excited. I'm excited too. Boom. A great, oh, that just triggered something. Okay. A great piece of advice. <laughs> that was a that was a light bulb moment. I, yeah, I can tell. I mean, it that, just, that, that a connection was just made. <laughs> a great piece of advice a dear friend gave to me about anxiety. I would have anxiety before every show. I'm a musician, so um, when I say show, I mean a performance. Yeah, I would be. I'd be sick. I'd feel sick. I'd feel this guttural feeling of butterflies and emptiness and sickness, nausea. My skin would be crawling. I'd be sweating. I'd be short-tempered. And my friend, my dear friend came to me and said, are you anxious? I said, yeah, I, I'm nervous. He said, no, you're not. You, you do realize nervous means your nerves are firing. But you know what else fires your nerves? When you're excited about something. Don't admit that you're nervous or afraid or anxious. You're excited. You're excited. You're experiencing the same sensation, but you were choosing to describe it as one or the other. Remind yourself, you're excited. And in that moment, I wanted to say, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm scared. Like, what if this and that goes wrong? He's like, well, so what? If it goes wrong, keep going. Yeah, so so I actually have a question on this, and and you ha you've you've been working in this area for for much longer than I have, and this is actually something new that was brought to me uh, earlier this year. I have a similar mindset, and you, you're looking at your nerves as something positive. A new concept that was brought to me is that there's a positive tox. Uh, toxicity to the way that you can think like some people think too positively is that something that that's bullshit that's bullshit that's look too much of anything could be a bad thing I will admit but to say somebody is too positive about life is just a projection that you don't you're insecure about it I, I I'd like to pride myself on being a realist yeah. And being realistic about things. There's nothing wrong with that. You need realistic people around you. If you're running a business, you don't want the person in charge of the business, in charge of making the financial decisions to be a hundred percent like over the top optimistic, because that could lead to some serious risks. But a that realist can, in what's but, happening within the organization 
you at least you at least want that realist to be in some position of power along with that optimistic person the ceo the owner the president the co-founder the founder he could be the most outlandish optimistic positive visionary person you want that because that brings evolution that brings expansion that brings growth innovation and yeah for that sure br- that brings that is why we're talking right now because <laughs> someone sure. was just so ambitious but you do need the realistic person who can have a balance of both optimism and pessimism to be there to help you achieve it to help yeah. you get there some way shape or form so to say there's a such thing as positive toxicity i think I'm not going to say I'm not going to say there's not a person out there who's I will never say there's somebody too positive. I will say if you have a friend that is so positive that they don't affirm what you're feeling, like when you let positivity sort of invalidate what happened to you. Like if I if I went through abuse or a traumatic experience, but I have and I'm sharing that with someone or I have friends or people telling me, dude, just look at it. You have, you have your life left. Like you, you're still alive. Like there's so much great, like you should be grateful for that. The moment that comes in the conversation of you should feel this, that's the issue. No one should ever assign a should or assign a feeling to you. Yeah. Because there, there's definitely, you have to sit through those feelings, good and bad to. to be able to evolve to the person that you will eventually grow into. I cannot make you feel positive about what happened to you. I cannot make you feel anything. You are in charge of that and you are entitled to how you feel. I'm only in charge of my perspective. So if you came at me today, say you were in a shit mood, you were just negative, like, like just, mm, you you don't even, I don't even want to look at you. (laughs) Everything coming out of your mouth is some sort of complaint, some sort of negativity. I don't have to let that affect me. Me being me, I would just simply say, well, hey, Santino, that's not true. That's probably not right. I would combat you with positivity. If, you, if you're if you receptive of that, that's your choice. And if you right. aren't receptive of it, I'm not going to let that affect my positivity. I'm going to simply accept you where you are and talk with you on that level. I'm not going to sit here and keep saying, you're wrong. You shouldn't feel that. You should feel this. I can't do that. That is where that is where positivity becomes toxic. That is where negativity becomes toxic. But there is I disagree with that statement of there are two there are people out there who are too positive. No. I want to be that person. You know that type of person who wakes up yeah. happy in the morning. They're happy about every event in their life. That's great. That is that we should strive for. That. Yeah, the small and big things like the smell of coffee excites the fuck out. I love that. I love that. I love that about people. Like, stop being like, stop being so damn negative. Stop being so mad and sour that not everyone else is as mad and bitter about life as you. Like, sit back, shut the hell up, and think about what you like during the day. Think about what's good in your life. Like. Yeah. We all are guilty of this, going through life, not appreciating the little things in our day-to-day routine, not giving the wonder and magic to life that is there, not appreciating the beauty 
we take so much for granted. There's no such thing as a too positive person. If you think that, then you need to go outside, turn off your phone, and and watch a butterfly fly by and tell me for a second you're not like, that was cool. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's 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 interesting. And and I've always again like my I think my my mom kind of instilled some of that positivity side of like how I just view life as a whole. Like she's something something bad happened and she was like, okay, well deal with that. And then this is how you, you know, continue to navigate life. Cause those things are just going to happen and you can't control the uncontrollable, right? It's kind of, that's a good to, mom. Yeah, probably, probably, you know, to the front end of that story. But, uh, I appreciate your insight there because again, it's, it's a new concept that was brought to me. And, when you're building a brand and a community that is focused on redefining what it means to thrive and some of these topics get, you know, get brought up for me, it's, I'm not polished around every single aspect of what the community's, you know, discussing. I, I see that there's a problem and I want to learn about it and I, I see value that we can bring, you know, to people, but uh, again, definitely not definitely you know, wanted to hear some more perspective on, on something of that sort. That's the um, only way we can understand and learn it is discuss yeah. it, have diff- differing opinions, have acceptance of those opinions, because I'm sure one person or a group of people said this exists and they gave reasons to why it existed. And then other people just agreed with it and now it becomes a thing now it becomes a trend and now we as a society agree that this is a thing that this is a phenomenon that that doesn't always have to be the case we can agree to disagree and i don't think we do that enough as people yeah Yeah, there's constructive conversation and then there's just conversation like not everything has to be this big blowout battle based on disagreement we're supposed to disagree we're supposed to have different opinions we're supposed to uh you know work through those things together and hear different perspectives to create our own, you know, perceptions of what's happening. I I totally agree with you on that. I hope you all enjoyed today's episode. Again, we are trying out some different formats. You can leave a review by clicking the last link in the description. Your feedback is always appreciated. It helps our team get better and deliver content that is more tailored towards you. And don't forget, check out the other episodes within this series and have an unbelievable day. Thrive on.